Detective Arts Worship Leader Podcast, the Worship Leader's audio resource on the web. Well, hello everyone. This is Jeff Trotman here again with Interactive Arts Worship Leader Podcast, and I love bluegrass music. I love that intro. Today, I'm excited to bring you this podcast episode about purchasing gear. Now, most of us out there um, probably have a little bit more gear than we actually need in our homes, Um, you know, pedals that we really don't know what they do, and we're like kids, you know, we like toys, I guess. We like the way things sound, and it's just a lot of fun. But today, I'm talking about buying audio gear or maybe some software, a software package for your church. Now, one of the interesting things about podcasting is you may be a new worship leader with, say, a church plant of five people, and it's just you and acoustic guitar, or you may be a worship leader at a megachurch of 10,000. Either way, I'm going to try to make my uh, points pretty general and a few things to keep in mind. First of all, we need to create a list of needs. For instance, sit down, take a piece of paper, and write out, how many inputs am I going to need? Keep in mind your pastor, maybe a special speaker, and a special singer from time to time. Create, create that list of needs. What are, what are your needs? What do you need the most? What's most important? What, maybe, maybe, what can you do without and maybe you have to have? And just think about those things. Number two, we always need to keep the future in mind when we're purchasing anything for our church. We got to plan how the equipment will be used a year from now, five years from now, and so on. Now, don't be scared if you can afford it to hire a consultant or, for instance, call other churches and your denomination or network that may be able to give you information that you need. After all, we are a body, and we work together, and it's so important that we have unity um, among the denominations and and, uh, among people that we, we know and love. And sometimes we need to spend more money on products that guarantee future upgrades and compatibility with other systems. Say, for instance, you may be a new worship leader, and you may be at a church plant. Well, let's say, what happens if that church doubles or triples in size? Now, with this gear you purchase, will it be able to expand to fit your needs years from now when the church quadruples in size? Or are you going to need to buy a whole new system? Keep those things in mind because we do, we do want growth. That's one thing that we desire is growth. Now, the last and final thought is the implementation process. Now, when we implement things, I've learned through a lot of bad decisions that <laughs> we need to implement things slowly to people who are serving the body, uh, maybe on your media team or are on your worship team. So when we begin, when we decide to implement this new software and or pro audio gear, we need to keep a few things in mind. Number one, training, training, and more training. I've seen time and time again where churches consider training a discretionary expense and often try to cut corners and save money by maybe not training them as well. My question to you is this, what's the point of upgrading your equipment if your team does not know how to use it correctly. Always train. Make sure there's no questions left in the air. Make sure that everything is clear and concise. Also, allow time for adjustment. Now, I live in Michigan, and during the wintertime, it is cold. So 
everyone comes to church, everyone bundles up, everyone's freezing cold. Now when spring, summer hits, it's time to be at the beach. So our numbers are down. So we're less likely to have a special guest speaker or guest music, guest singer. So this would be a great time in the summertime to implement to implement this, these new systems. You don't want to, for instance, do it a week before Easter or on Easter Sunday when you're going to have a lot of special guests, a lot of special musicians. You may have a choir, a orchestra, or whatever. You don't want to implement the systems then. So you want to train. You want to allow plenty of time for adjustment. And the final thought is, is the people thought. Keep your media team in mind when you're making your decisions. Depending on their level of knowledge, you may even want to include them in your decision-making process. After all, they're the ones who are going to be running the system. You may have to ask yourself, who will be able to learn this equipment the quickest and who's going to take a little more time? And spend some time with him and be patient. Be patient, patient, patient. And and this is where worship leading... Oftentimes people think worship leading is just grabbing your guitar or piano and just leading worship, singing some songs on Sunday. But as all of you know who are worship leaders, it's 5% music, 95% people. And I, I can't stress that enough. When we implement, we need to keep the people on our team involved, keep them included, and we must be patient. Now, what's going to help us to um, keep our team from getting frustrated training train them well so what what are what's the purpose of this podcast today what are the things that we need to remember when we're purchasing items for our church for gear for software Um, we need to number one create a list of needs number two purchase with a plan for the future and number three implementation we have to train we have to allow time for adjustment we always have to keep our media team in mind. Until next time, I encourage you to be doers of the word and not just listeners only. Have a great day.